Welcome to the Horror Host Support Group Podcast, everybody, the podcast and book club for the everyday horror fanatic. I am one of your hosts, a Cali girl enjoying the rainy weather, Amanda, joined as always by my partner in horror, my good sis out there in Detroit, Samara. And today we have a very special guest. We are both geeking out about it. Uh, we are joined by Sylvester Barzi, the author of the Planet Dead series, host of the Planet Dead radio podcast, and co-host of Black Geek Couple podcast. Sylvester, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm I'm really excited about it. I, I watch your show on YouTube, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, we kind of left the YouTube sphere for a bit. We were like, this is a lot. Yes. <laughs> and we were so uncut, though. Yeah, it it yes. does seem like a lot to keep up with. Like I don't know, it's hard. Uh, yeah, most of this good. stuff is hard. Yes, okay. you know you got two podcasts plus you writing books. So yeah, like keeping up with the podcast is hard. I'll be I'll I'll like get all this energy and I'll be like two weeks straight, three weeks straight, and I'm just like doom fell off. I hope <laughs> nobody's looking for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cycle of burnout. Yeah, it's yes. crazy. But we're glad you were able to take some time out of your very busy schedule to join us to talk about the best horror books, movies, TV of 2023. Um, and of course, we'll have some honorable mentions in there as well, because some of us, me, Sylvester, mm-hmm. don't go to movie theaters anymore. So we see a lot of stuff um, streaming later. Mm-hmm. So we'll definitely mention some things there. I love starting with books. Let's yeah, go with books. Let's, okay. What do you think? I'm yeah, going behind that's... on books, so I'm just going to listen to what you guys okay. got. <laughs> okay. My my list is like a grab bag of all of my favorite TV, yes. like the TV books and mm-hmm. uh, movies that I've seen. So it might be like a little lopsided with mm-hmm. books or movies or whatever, but yeah. we're just, you know what? It's all good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's our favorite. I, I have a very long list, so I just narrowed it down to like my top five because I was like, if I go through everything, we will be here all night. <laughs> here all night it was a very good reading year for me when it came to yes. horror actually which I, last year was boo-boo cakes but this year was actually really <laughs> good <laughs> um so would you like to start off amanda what was your sure that was a very high-pitched sure my gosh so excited. yes <laughs> okay so one of my top five reads this year was definitely the haunting of alejandra by v castro at this point, V. Castro is an autobuy for me. I have to read everything that they write because they've only gotten better, which as an author, that's inspiring. But then also as a reader, I just enjoy seeing where their mind goes. Uh, this has been, I think this is one of our favorites of the year. I think collectively the book club, plus Samara and I, one of our favorites of the year. The cover is everything. Um, so if you haven't heard of this book, essentially it follows Alejandra. And she's moved to a new location with her ancient husband and her three uh, in the future couldn't be ancient if she doesn't, you know, get them together, children. And she's having these visions of uh, La Llorona, which is this spirit in Latin folklore of a crying woman who is said to have drowned her children um, after being scorned by her lover and then unalived herself. So Alejandra seeing these visions, she's trying to figure out what's going on, both from a haunting standpoint, but then also dealing with the pressures of being a mom and then again, her ancient husband. This book was just so relatable to me, both from what I was going through in my personal life, but then I feel like it just touches on the experience of being a, a, a woman, a wife, a mother, and the haunting aspect was wonderful. So I really loved it. I think I gave this one five Blackulas. I'm pretty sure we <laughs> kind of gushed over it. When Amanda and I first came upon um, B. Castro, we read, I think, Queen of the Cicadas first, correct? And we yes. were like, almost there. Kind of there, but almost yeah. there. Like, like, honestly, it went too long. Like, we had a whole mm. epilogue, and I was like, we didn't need that. You could have just... <laughs> <laughs> left that one but then we ended up reading um queen of filth which was actually was it queen of filth uh goddess of filth goddess of filth thank you goddess of filth which was like a step up we were like all right, all right we're getting there you know possession we love some possession horror 
can't go wrong. And then so we finally got to, you know, the haunting of Alejandra and we were like, this is it. This is where we we this... are at. We here to stay. We love she, you, Castro. We stand. She's in her zone now. now. Uh, yes. Yeah. I really yeah, she's do. she's awesome. She like um I've uh I've been on some panels with her. So she's she's really awesome. Tell us more. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hold up. <laughs> I didn't know this. Tell us more. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think we were on one panel. I forget what it was for. I think it was just about indie horror and stuff. But she, she's just so like it's intimidating because she. It seemed like she was just putting out work, putting out work, and getting all this praise. And I was just like, this is fire. This is where I want to be. So she's she's really cool. Inspiring for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I always see her Instagram. She looks like she's having she's having the most fun. And I'm like, I want to be there. Um, (laughs) I want to be where you are. Um, But uh, so mine is Lone Women by Victor. That's like top for me after another one. Like, I think this is actually number two. Of course, I gave it five black illas. But it's following a young woman by the name of Adelaide. Uh, She is indeed black. And she leaves her um, parents farm to go homesteading in the wild wild west and she is like she is the only black person in this entire town <laughs> and there's no one like you can see for miles like the like, apparently the land is super flat so at night you don't see anything but darkness i was so freaked out by that i was like i can't do flat plains that just sounds insane to me um so the, the nearest neighbor is maybe like a candlelight in the distance close but adelaide carries around this huge trunk which for some odd reason everybody in the book super interested in the trunk wanting to know what it what's in it and she's like no 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 you can't know um but obviously there's some weird stuff happening secrets come to light racism as always in these types of you know types of historical horror um context definitely comes out and it was top tier i highly recommend it first of all victor the wall is top tier yeah Ballad of Black Tom. Oh yeah, Devil in Silver, <laughs> Changeling. Mm-hmm. He doesn't miss. And by the way, I still haven't watched Changeling on Apple. I think it's on Apple yeah, TV. Yeah, I haven't watched it oh, either. I, I haven't seen it either. Oh. Yeah. I'm really okay. I'm, I'm really excited to see it because um the main dude, I love him. Everything that he does, I pretty much love. Him. But um yeah, I haven't gotten to see it. I don't think we have Apple TV. I think that's like the one streaming service that we didn't get even though it comes free with your iphone i was just like a... i didn't know that well yeah i just don't have yeah. apple tv because I'm, yeah. I'm definitely android girly it just doesn't fit in uh, <laughs> <laughs> the rest yeah. of my life yeah. so it's like i'm gonna have to use somebody else's one day whenever you get like an <laughs> apple product or you up um or you like up upgrade your phone or something you're like you get a free year apple tv and i think we let it waste like because there's nothing on it that i wanted to see my wife i think she was watching c where it was like the village of blind people and then the kids were mm. born with sight but i wasn't too into that because i was just like why are you hating because they can see wouldn't you want that <laughs> <laughs> but hmm. like look if you can see i can see yeah if i you know good right. like, good on all of us <laughs> you know so i i've got an iphone so let me have to I'll look into this Apple TV thing and then tomorrow <laughs> we might just have to talk offline. <laughs> Cause I want to see the change link, but I yeah. also have to be faking it. Cause like all my coworkers like Ted Lasso and I have to be like, yeah, that's so funny. But I'm like, I don't give a shit about Ted Lasso. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those shows that, you know, you'd be seeing clips on it for on TikTok and the clips mm-hmm. are real interesting. Then you try and watch the show and you just kind of like, Oh, cause yeah, TikTok cause got they- me like that a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Like we have a couple comedy clubs here and everyone's like, let's go see a comedian. And I, I say no every time. Oh. Uh, like I, every time. <laughs> I like stand-up, but I feel like uh a lot of comedians started doing like crowd work. And mm. my ang- my anxiety can't take that. I can't do that. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to sit all the way in the back. I can't do it. I feel like they can see you back there somehow. Yeah, <laughs> like that that probably would be like my worst day if I'm just sitting there and be like, oh, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh. Nothing. <laughs> 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And so, Bessa, did you have any books that 
just like caught your um, eye that you got to that maybe didn't come yeah. out this year? So what came out this year that I really liked was I Feed Her to the Beast and The Beast is Me. I I really enjoyed that one. Like mm -hmm. uh, it was about a black ballerina who's just, you know, trying to rise in the ranks. But like almost everything in the world, the, the industry is racist and it's kind of just stacked against her. And she kind of goes under the wing of this prominent ba ballerina who rose up real quick. And then, you know, apparently she hanging with a demon and she she trying to get her her wish so she could be the best ballet dancer in the world. I don't know. I don't think I would have sold my soul for that. But I mean, you 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 want to be the best at what you do. So I guess right. I understand that. I'm not too sure if I talk to this demon and be like, I want to be like the next Stephen King. No, I don't think I want to. I don't think I'm gonna sell my soul for that. So <laughs> just put that out there. But um, yeah, it was it was a it was a great book. It was suggested to me after I read The Weight of Blood, which is um probably the best thing I read this year. I love The Weight mm -hmm. of Blood, and that's mm -hmm. that's just because of the whole Carrie vibes. I love Carrie, and then I just love the twist on it, and it's just it was amazing to me. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I was like gushing about that online, and they're like, you you need to read. Uh, I feed her to the beast, and I was just like, okay, I'll get to it. And I was like, oh, yeah. this is good. This is good. Yeah, yeah so, they are. Yeah. They're very similar. Like not the same storyline, but like they have similar vibe. I agree. Yeah, like this year, I've just been kind of like catching up. Um, books. So I read The Taking of Jake Livingston. I really mm. like that. I read The Getaway. I really like that. Yeah, The Getaway. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that was, we read that. Yeah, that was fun because it just felt, I just imagined that it was uh, Disneyland. So mm -hmm. he he called it whatever he wanted to call it, but I was picturing Mickey Mouse and them. So I was just mm -hmm. like, oh, it's mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. And um, Blood Like Magic, I really liked. Uh, took Took a second for me mm. to get into it because I was like, this girl's so annoying. But no, she, <laughs> it really, when it started rolling, I felt so bad for her because I was like, it's just one thing after another for this girl. Like she just can't get, right. I was just, uh, but I loved it. It was fun. We should read Blood Like Magic for the book club. And then I think we should do a future review of I Feed Her to the Beast because I haven't finished it, which is why I didn't add it to my list oh, okay. for this year, but I really love it. So we, we might just have mm -hmm. to do, like an, a review episode mm -hmm. if you're yes. doing a semester yes come on we'll talk about okay. it okay okay i good. um i actually so i feed it to the beast and the beast is me is actually my top five one of my yeah. top five so i'm glad you mentioned it because it was pretty top tier for me as well i loved i don't know i just loved everything about it the the best friend being what she was like i was like mm -hmm. Yeah. Somebody just snatched her ball. I hate her. Like, <laughs> like for, I felt that. I was like, I hate her. <laughs> for me, I wanna I really want to see it live action because like yeah. when she when she just randomly starts talking like the beast, like I'm not sure. I was like, I have to see someone do this because it's cracking yeah. me up. I, was, <laughs> I just want to see her lash out at people and use her demon voice. So it's fun. Yeah. The best friend, I just I was reading it like girl if you don't if you don't tell this girl <laughs> to go take her ass somewhere else because she's obviously not your friend she's over mm -hmm. here Seriously. out of you when you're over here like enjoying the weight of your yeah shared history but what the heck like stand up yeah that's true i i think it's i think it's better like at this point in our lives we can see that but mm -hmm. when we were younger I feel like we've had some toxic people in our lives that we just didn't get rid of because they were labeled friends and yeah. mm -hmm. you just the don't want to yeah as long as you're down or like kind of below them yeah they're cool with you like like oh you're the sidekick this mm -hmm. is good they vibe but as soon as you kind of step into your own or you know get some sort of recognition for what you do then they're like yeah like 180 they just yeah. off the hook and I, I couldn't relate to that and I was like oh my gosh throw her in the trash <laughs> throw, her in the, throw the whole relationship in the trash um but yeah so I Feed You the Beast was definitely there and then my last three were um there's no way I die first that's probably on your list Amanda do you think is yours there's I haven't no read it yet first. I'm so slack and I have okay. not read it yet <laughs> I, I could have sworn we had the conversation. <laughs> you have you you 
you've told me about it and I've been excited to read it, but yeah. I haven't read it yet. It's by Lisa just, Springer, by the way. I just bought that for, we had like a secret Santa in um, one of the book groups I was in. And I just bought that for somebody. I'm, I really wanted to read it, but I didn't get to. I read um, You're Not Supposed to Die Tonight. And that's what yep. I thought you were talking about. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that one <laughs> later. Uh, we will be talking about that one later. <laughs> definitely we'll talk about that one. But There's No Way I Die First by Lisa Springer. It's just, you know, all the elite popular girlies and guys and theys and gays. Um, it's Halloween. Our main girl is like, I'm about to throw the best party in the world. It's a Halloween party. She hires a actor who's going to act as like a killer clown and like play creepy games but um, this guy turns out to be an actual psycho and killer and picking off her friends one by one and they're locked in her family's mansion by the way so there's no way out loved it loved every minute of it this is what um you're not supposed to that night was supposed to be um, i gave it five it. blackulas <laughs> for okay. sure I just I love things like that, like that whole premise and like kind of like in Scream where they always have like a stab a thon marathon. Mm -hmm. I love that. I, I, I didn't have that. I didn't have a group of friends who are just like, let's just throw this insane, scary Halloween party. I wish I did, but that would have been fun. Hey, never too late to cultivate that is what That's I true. say. Because no, horror is forever for all of yeah. us, um, I know. And that yeah. means both all year round. And every year till <laughs> we're not here no one. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I don't know if I had like friends who were into horror, but my family, we we are huge horror fans from my grandma down to my my little cousin uh, and my godson. We like horror. Like I remember watching the Dunwich horror with my grandma, watching, mm. you know, all of the Final Destination movies um, with all my cousins, Jaws, everything. Thing. So, an uncle or somebody we were all together on the couch watching these horror movies and those are good memories i wish i had friends who were more into it yeah. all my friends are scaredy cats except <laughs> so yeah <laughs> uh and then um i definitely loved the scourge between stars by ness brown yeah that was a great one that That's was a, a really space great one. horror i love me some space horror i love me some like Alien versus Predator realness. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's one of my top, like one of my all-time favorite horror movies. Yeah, it's such Predator. a good one. It's such a good one. Um, but the Scourge Between Stars takes place on this kind of dying ship in the middle of space. They're trying to get to this faraway planet. They don't even know if it's habitable, but this is like their only chance. Um, meanwhile, uh, the captain, who is a woman, is hearing really weird sounds in the walls um, that could possibly be some other life form on the ship that's not human um, and dead bodies are popping up left and right so that is um, the skirts between stars it's a novella but it's a really good one I think it surpassed a, a lot of just like full-length novels just in like atmosphere alone um, I highly recommend it we highly recommend it Okay. get your hands on it Sylvester it's good it's a good quick read like if you're in a reading slump or you just really need to read something real quick like the scourge between stars a plus right. plus add that to my list definitely we got something for you <laughs> and then last but not least and then Amanda can just go and throw hers all out um would be the reformatory which we hmm. just we're reading right now we're gonna wrap hmm. it up with our discussion on Wednesday but the reformatory yeah. by Tanani Reeve do I cried for like 15 minutes after I finished it. It was so good. That's in my in one of my tops as well. Yeah. So yeah. It's the top for, for me for the year. Like I think it's a great way to finish off my year was the reformatory for sure. Tanana Do the Queen Mother, has done it again. <laughs> well, I'll add that to my list too, because you know, Goodreads keeps telling me I'm six behind, so I need to hurry up. So but uh, I definitely wanted to read that one. I just didn't I haven't picked it up yet. The premise definitely seems interesting to me. And I know it's um, inspired by real things that have happened in America. So I think that's why it's so scary, though, because yeah. it is historical fiction. And, you know, like these things have happened to a lot of 
black people, Native Americans, especially mm -hmm. um, these types of schools. And they didn't, I don't think that they closed, they finally closed the last one, maybe in the seventies. Yeah. Or something and like that. Some some like really late time. I know yeah. I know Canada is having a lot of trouble because they found all those mass graves from their schools for the Native Americans. And so Yeah. It's crazy. It's just crazy. You know how Canada likes to pretend like they didn't do horrible things too. Yeah. <laughs> Canada's like racism. What are you talking about? Like, oh no, you guys look real shady up there. And now that what is it? They have the um the government sanctioned like euthanasia or suicide. Mm. And that's something crazy. Cause I was watching an article or I was reading an article where this dude, he um he can't afford to live in his house. And he he said he can't survive if he was homeless. So he signed up for the euthanasia. And the government, instead of helping him live, agreed to help him commit uh, suicide. I was just like, this is wild. What kind of dystopian nightmare? I don't <laughs> so know. Sorry. It's crazy. This, this sounds like Black Mirror. Crazy. Mm. Okay, so here, my my horror novelist. So I already said Haunting of Alejandra. The Reformatory is also on my list as well. Um, she is a haunting by Trang Tan Tran. That one was so good. Loved also the bisexual rep there. Um, essentially, if you haven't read it, it's it's a haunted house horror, which is one of my favorite uh, genres. But it's a girl. She goes to Vietnam to visit her father, who is restoring this French colonial house. She's spending the summer with him. Essentially, if she spends the summer with him he'll you know give her money for college or something like that and then the house is haunted and she meets this girl named jade and they hit it off and yeah it's yeah it, it was just such a great book uh there was a lot of bugs lots of mention of bugs which is partially also what freaked me out because i don't yeah. do the bugs but <laughs> it was just yeah. such a great book such a just new exciting voice in horror um, and another book that was really great that also had bugs was Delicious Monsters by Lizelle Sambury. <gasps> Gotta get to that. That was, uh, it was heartbreaking. It was horrific. It was a little fantastical. Um, but it's, yeah, it's about two Black women whose lives are changed by this haunted house. One of them is a girl whose mom moves into this house for this, you know, um, Airbnb type thing and their storyline is very much like things will change it'll be different kind of the typical horror trope and the other woman she's investigating what happened to the first girl when she was at the house 10 years prior for this YouTube show it gave me like BuzzFeed Unsolved energy uh, which I cool. love BuzzFeed Unsolved so when I read it I was like oh it's like Shane and Ryan <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it was it was a really great book. Uh, if if maggots are a trigger for you, probably mm. don't read the book. And that's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, let's see. I'm how to sell a haunted house. Grady Hendrix. That was also. Oh yeah. Uh, that was also in my top. Um, you know, most of the horror I read now is not by white people, especially white men. But Grady Hendrix generally is kind of my exception. And uh, this is a really great one. There was creepy dolls at the haunted house, siblings who hate each other, which <laughs> I have five, so I can relate. And uh, <laughs> it was just a really great book. Also, the ending was also pretty heartbreaking, mm -hmm. too, uh, when you find out ultimately the source of the haunting. Yeah. So highly recommend i think i gave that one like four blackulas the rest of them are five from me but this one i think i gave four blackulas um yeah yeah i feel like I know. did i say five i think oh wait oh, did i say five one? i don't know i think maybe you're missing one haunting of alejandra reformatory delicious monsters how to sell haunted house she is a haunting yes yeah five. Oh, that's five okay yeah. Yes. yeah i was gonna say about um how to Sell a Haunted House, the audiobook, fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was reading like the physical, like the actual ebook, and I got a hold of the audiobook and completely switched over because I was like, this is cinema. 
<laughs> it's a good one. A lot of the a lot of the ones I mentioned had pretty decent audiobooks, but there was something about how to sell a haunted house. Um, I do have an honorable mention though. It is a white author that I just read, like maybe last week. Um, Mr. Magic by Kirsten White. This book is polarizing. Like half of the, you know, um reviews are like hated it, it was stupid, I DNF'd. And the other half are like, this is amazing. This is like what I looked for. And I'm with that other half. Like five blackulas. Um it's a weird one though. It's a weird one. It's like um it takes place in a world much like ours where there was this TV show for kids called Mr. Magic. It ran from like the 30s and the last showing, like last taping was like 1991. Um, so we're following the last cast uh, that was ever on the show. And it's a show where like they use their make-believe, you know, minds and to, to create like whole landscapes, right? Like, you know, movie magic, you know, you think oh. about um, a playground, then there it is, a whole playground for you to play on. You taste the color blue and you know what it tastes like like it's weird stuff really cool fun stuff for kids and all the kids you know um in america watched it uh but the problem is nobody actually remembers the show really well and they cannot find any tapings of it they can't find clips nothing it's as if the show did not exist but there is a wikipedia page and all these famous people have been on the show in the past and so the last cast um, they come together for this kind of podcast back in the town where the show was filmed and you learn more about what happened to the show, why the main character literally cannot remember anything from the time when she, when the show ended, right? And before that, um, really crazy things. And I was like, this is it for me. Like, it, I don't know, my brain just went insane and I finished the book in like two days. <laughs> it's good for me. It made sense, especially because um, I was definitely a Barney girly, and that's kind of like what it gave. <laughs> like suddenly, Barney and Friends just like stopped. Mm. There's no more tapings, and people vaguely remember it. And there's whole arguments on subreddit, like, "No, it totally existed." Like that what? one weird um, movie with Sinbad that everybody says existed, but oh, did Shazam. Yes, oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah, it yeah, totally yeah. exists, doesn't it? And someone always comes along and says, "No, it didn't. That's a fake tape." Yeah. Like that's kind of what it was giving. <laughs> Okay, that's cool. I I've heard like the uh the creepy pasta of that, and then they made like Channel Zero and stuff. So that concept is like it's it's really cool. It's definitely creepy, playing on the Mandela effect and messing with people's heads. So I like that. Definitely. That's another thought when you were explaining this Channel Zero. Yeah. Really? Oh, okay. So I've only seen like one short, and that was the weird one with the girl who had like that imaginary friend. You know what I'm talking about the, on channel zero like oh. she had an imaginary friend um oh, and right. it came back and like anytime she got angry it would like come out and kill the person she was angry at oh it was insane that's a road dog right there yeah. <laughs> I was like what am I watching so I, and I didn't really watch anymore after that. Uh, <laughs> for me I think one honorable mention that I probably should just said because it was one of my favorite books this year it's um this is where we talk things out in this book it's it's kind of it's kind of short like what pulled me in is like i love tea and i love drama so that's what pulled me in and it's all about this um this girl she's going to a cabin with her mother against her her um like fiance's wishes her her or her wife I think her wife told her like you don't have to do this and da, da, da. she's like no we're gonna do this and her and her mom had this big old falling out after her dad died and it's just it's basically it's basically like misery mm. and being trapped with your mother if you did not like her so <laughs> so it's like <laughs> it's it was wild like and then like oh. for me it's like the dialogue like they would say things I don't fully remember but I remember like they're the car ride we're like well you dance like, oh okay <laughs> well <laughs> I'm sitting there reading that like I could never say that to my mama okay <laughs> so yeah that that was one of my favorites like I burnt through that I barely I barely read physical books or Kendall I'm always on audio but mm -hmm. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm 
like I said, I'm nosy, so I had to figure out what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. I'm gonna have to check yeah. that out. Yeah, I can feel that. So movies. Yeah. A lot of stuff came out this year. We had a good year for horror films. Sylvester, why don't you go first with your your Rex this okay. or your, your top five? Yeah. Okay, so let's see. One that I I liked because of the I I love the I think it's the same studio that does like Happy Death Day and stuff. They they take like kind of an old concept and mash it up with horror. So totally killer was one that I really enjoyed because mm. I I love Back to the Future and mm. I love Scream and it's like both of them just had this little baby. So it was mm. like um so it's about this girl um the actress that played Sabrina and then the mom from um modern family um so her mom doesn't like her doing things on halloween because when her mom was 16 three of her friends were murdered on halloween weekend by a serial killer who was never caught and you know just like any teen in a horror movie she's like you don't know what you're talking about mom so she she goes to do her thing and then her mom this is like in the opening so it's not even like a spoiler but her mom gets murked like at the beginning of the movie like the killer comes back yeah the killer comes back and it's just it was real sad after that and then for some reason she has this really smart friend who's building a time machine and it worked so (laughs) and she gets Uh chased she gets chased by the killer and something the killer does to the time machine makes it work and she gets thrown back to the to the weekend that the murders happened. So Ooh. she's like, if I can solve these murders before they happen and catch the killer, then her mom will be okay. So that's the whole concept of the movie. And I was like, this, it was fun. It was a good time. It was, it was enjoyable. Okay. okay, I'm gonna have to check this out. I keep yeah. seeing it because it's on Prime, Same. right? Yeah, it's on Prime. Mm-hmm. Okay, I keep seeing it and like, maybe I'll like Kiernan Shipka in this because I don't really like her Sabrina, but I think yeah. it might just be that <laughs> Sabrina is annoying to me. Yes. Yeah, I, was, I thought the same thing. I was like, I don't really like her after Sabrina, but... Yeah, I did not watch Sabrina for Sabrina. Like, yeah, I watched it for everybody else. Like, I mean, we watched <laughs> yeah. it all for Prudence and Yeah, Let's yeah. Be real. Yeah. But, yeah, and the killer, I think it was called like, the sweet 16 killer and he like stabbed them 16 times and i was like that's that's creative name for a serial mm-hmm. killer like a lot <laughs> yeah so that was one of my favorites and then uh we watched evil dead rise and <gasps> yes that, i loved evil dead rise i love like the the modern remakes of the evil dead because even the last one it's like they take the Evil Dead concept and then they just kind of like amplify it up to like a hundred or something. The blood, mm-hmm. the gore, it's so good. And with this one, with um, it's basically just an apartment complex which is about to be demolished. Like, <laughs> and um, uh, this mom she has her three kids and then her sister who shows up out of nowhere because she's pregnant and she needs help. And there's an earthquake and then underneath. The, the floor cracks and underneath the apartment complex in the uh, garage, there is like an entrance to an old bank that was closed down. And mm. instead of looking for money, old boy finds like records. So <laughs> he steals like the Book of the Dead and then he steals like these records and like any uh, evil dead uh, they read from the book and shit goes out. So, yeah. Why oh, when you look for the money? that's what i'm saying i'm in a bank <laughs> i don't care about no book i don't care about no record but i mean he's he's a dj or mm-hmm. um they are a dj so i'm not oh. too sure if how they like i guess that's their prerogative i would be mm-hmm. looking for like old coins maybe somebody left a watch i don't know but that's what i'd be looking for and yeah. we saw scream six at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. yes yes scream and we six definitely love um scream in this house we're not supporting it right now because of spyglass mm-hmm. and their little uh betrayal of melissa and everything so that that was fun um i wish sydney was in there but once again spyglass messed up with that too yeah by uh, yeah by trying to stiff her so scream six was good and then i finally got to watch the blackening 
and <laughs> yes that that was hilarious that was funny um the the killer the whole reasoning behind it I, it was creative I don't know if I really love the whole reasoning behind it, but it was creative. Yeah. And I, I I definitely enjoyed the movie. It was a good laugh. And I think, like, surprisingly, you know, I, I don't care what anybody says. I think my number one movie this year was Cocaine Bear. I enjoyed oh it. God. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so good. I, I really liked Cocaine that one, Bear. too. Yeah. I, I wasn't expecting anything from it and I enjoyed it a lot. So I had a good time with Cocaine Bear. So yeah, that, that was my number one. Man, yeah. that one was so good. There's some good breaks. These are, <laughs> were all on my list too. Cocaine. Cocaine Bear. Yeah. <laughs> that that movie was just wild. And then just to, to know that they heard this concept of a real life event and then they made this whole movie out of it when the bear died like two minutes after taking cocaine yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, i was like okay you guys you guys are creative and then you know that gave birth to the onslaught of things like um cocaine um, shark yeah cocaine <laughs> shark and like crack raccoon or something i don't know there's like yeah there's a lot of weird stuff happening now. Crack raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what's also wild is that the Elizabeth Banks directed this mm-hmm. freaking oh, Effie yeah. from the Hunger Games and stuff. I was like, she directed. Yeah. I need to see you do more of this horror comedy stuff. She's been doing you... some things. Yeah, yeah. I do that. I've definitely enjoyed some of some of the stuff that she's been doing. So it's 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 pretty cool. Yeah. It. I I I laughed my ass off, so I love cocaine beer. That's definitely the good. That's definitely a good one when you're like with a group of people and you're like, let's watch something that's a horror comedy, so yeah. we can all just laugh. Because I feel like it you gas it gases you up to laugh even more when they're yeah. laughing. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. So you said a, some of the ones on my list, but thankfully I had a whole bunch that I seen. Because <laughs> like going to the movies is my my comfort, my happy place. So. Mm-hmm. I seen a lot of movies this year. I will say I really enjoyed The Last Voyage of the Demeter. I don't I think that came out this past September. So yeah. yeah Last Voyage of the Demeter. I really enjoyed it. I cuz I've been wanting a creepy vampire thing for so long cuz I as much as I love vampires as much as I love writing vampires that are like creepy but also sexy. I was like, give me something to be afraid of. And this mm. one definitely did that. Uh, there were so many, mo- so many moments where it was just hanging out in the side of the room and you didn't see it. And then it moves. So it was definitely one of those ones that I watched by myself. And then afterwards went, why am I in my room on my by myself? <laughs> <laughs> I played myself. <laughs> Uh, so that's on my list. I will say no one will save you, which I'm mm. not sure if y'all saw, but this is alien invasion, um, home invasion and alien invasion. So really great because another one, once again, questioning life choices of watching this by myself at night in my room alone. Um, talk to me, which I'm pretty sure is on a mm. lot of people's lists this year. Mm. Also was a really great time. I was like, oh, well, we got to get a Black Final Girl, and, and we didn't. But also, what I liked about it is that we, it was a character that was allowed to be flawed and messy. Mm-hmm. Like, so often, it's either we have to be super exceptional or perfect or resourceful. And she was a very flawed, messy character. And I enjoy that we also got to have that representation with that. Um, Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But hear me out. I don't know if y'all saw this one. Not yet. I've seen it two weeks ago. I love me some Eli Roth, though. This movie <laughs> was so good and gory. There were so many times, because I went to the movies by myself, and there were so many times where I'm just, like, looking around, like, for confirmation. Like, did I just see? Did we just see this? And me and the lady who was sitting next to me who was also there by herself with a little drink had that moment of like, yes, the fuck we did just see <laughs> it. Was, it was good. But if you have not seen what this is about, it's essentially uh, one year after a massacre happens in say, at some like Walmart type department store in Salem, Massachusetts. They're having this annual Thanksgiving celebration 
and a killer starts unaliving people who are involved in the massacre wearing a John Carver mask. It is really great. It's absurd. <laughs> it's definitely more horror comedy, but it's definitely worth watching. And yeah, I feel like those are mine. The Blackening was also on my list as well as my favorite this year. <laughs> Elon Roth is so interesting because he gave us Cabin Fever, which I was like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. what's going on? But he also gave us Clown. Oh like, yeah, I forgot. About I think Clown. Cl- people, yeah, people sleep mm-hmm. on Clown. That's a yeah. really, it's actually a really good one, but it's also kind of sad. That was real but sad. Also gross and gory. <laughs> he was just I trying to clown. do right by his son. Like, yeah, he's so like, mad. <laughs> it wasn't like he was a bad person. He was just a normal dad who wanted to be a clown for his son. And look what you get. No good deed goes unpunished. Mm-hmm. But um, so my top five. I can't believe you didn't say this, Amanda, because we talk about this. Pearl. Oh. Oh. First of all, I, I love, love Pearl. Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> How it did I forget a, my girl? Technicolor on a farm. The girl is delusional, husband off um at war. And she's like, I'm gonna be a star because these people are coming in a caravan and they're looking for a girl like me to star in the motion picture. And I need to get the fuck off this farm. Like that's 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 the girl's whole motto. That's her life. She like, I'm a bad bitch and I gotta go and be with other bad bitches in Hollywood. And I was like, I feel you, I feel you. Um, but my favorite part is when she doesn't get the part. We already know this because we're not we're not spoiling because if you've seen X, you know she never yeah. left the fucking farm, right? Yeah. So <laughs> she obviously didn't get what she wanted. Um, but when they deny her and she's like, I was stuck. Yeah. <laughs> I Gosh. say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like the something cry. goes wrong. Something goes wrong. I must stop. <laughs> Just the way it was like, it's like, first of all, if you've ever cried so hard because you lost something or lost someone, that's exactly what the fuck it sounds like mm-hmm. when she didn't like get the part, didn't get to become the star. She just knew mm. she was because she was so confident. But I love Pearl. She just was like going off for no reason on people. Okay. It was, yeah. it's a good one. <laughs> yeah. We, we saw X. We haven't seen Pearl yet, but mm-hmm. we saw X. We were, we were kind of sitting there like, is she just murking everyone because she can't get the D? What is going on, right? <laughs> I mean, I feel like that also informed her Delulu. <laughs> just the queen of Delulu. Um, next one, the nun two. I like the nun two better than the okay. nun one. Don't look at me I like that, Sylvester. That. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> the way is, I was like, really? Ooh, <laughs> dissension for the first time. We, we talked <laughs> so, about this in a previous podcast. We. We said we well, at least I said I liked the nun too a little better. It had a better storyline. Yeah. Yeah. And I was very happy to see the old cast coming back, at least the surviving old cast um came back. So that was really nice. Um I feel like people know the nun, demonic. I'll mm-hmm. move on. Um, something a lot of people haven't really talked about is Malum. It's on Prime. It's really weird. Um, a young woman. Oh wait, you've probably seen it. Have you seen it? Is that the remake of um, Last Shift? Where yes. it's yeah, I love Last yeah. Shift. I didn't so see that. It was I didn't really. See that one, it's a good one. It's starring a black girl who mm-hmm. weirdly used to be on um, the British show Skins, like the third. Oh. And, I think it was like the third or and fourth season. She like say. I was a Skins fan. I watch Skins gives thing. birth to nothing but stars. Like everything, <laughs> for real. Like, like, they were on Skins. <laughs> yeah, everybody. People. My in wife tells me that all the time. Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. I think, like two people were in Game of Thrones. Um, the Umbrella Academy. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, he's from Skins. Like, yeah. Um, oh no, no, else? he's no, from no, no. Misfits. He's from Misfits. Okay, Mis- oh, Misfits was also a good one. Um, but yeah, like quite a few people have come out of that. Um, the girl who played Effie was in Crawl. She also mm-hmm. played the woman who got preg- impregnated by Ted. Um, what the hell is his name? Bundy? I try to forget his name, Ted Bundy. I try to like <laughs> take him out of my head because there's so much about him out. But like uh, um, when Zach Efron played Ted uh, Bundy, yeah. Oh, yeah, she yeah, played yeah. the woman who got knocked up by him. But like, yeah, like you said, they just gave birth to stars as one of those mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse clubs, but <laughs> inappropriate. Inappropriate Mickey Mouse Very clubs. inappropriate. <laughs> um, but Malum does follow uh, this young woman who is a rookie cop 
and she gets placed at this kind of like almost halfway closed down police station it's not very well kept up during this really fucking weird night right and she wants to be placed there because her father used to be a police officer and he used to work at that station um but back in the day when she was younger her father went absolutely insane killed some fellow officers and then killed himself and so while she's there and she's there alone and people hate her because of her father basically um and she's a rookie she don't know nothing so they have this much patience for her already um but there's a lot of weird things happening she's seeing weird people um people are stalking her uh and so it's just like her getting weird calls seeing weird things having to go through like this unhinged experience in this police station all alone and no one will come help her it gave me anxiety i recommend it yeah it's a weird one i know i think amanda will really like it actually um, it's on. It's definitely streaming on Amazon Prime. Okay, awesome. It if you have Prime. Um, next was another one people didn't really talk about was Nefarious. You ain't seen it. If you don't yeah. know, now you know. But <laughs> um, there is this man who went off and just murdered like a bunch of people, right? So he's in prison, um, and they have to assess him to see if he can be declared mentally insane or if he's just like a cold blooded killer and just like knew exactly what he was doing because it looks like he has like multiple person personality like disorder i don't know the exact medical term for it Uh, dissociative identity disorder yeah because you know he'll talk with intelligence and smoothness and be like yeah i killed all those people but then another moment he's like a man who's suffering and he's like crying and sniveling and he's like it's not me it's making me do it i'm not doing it um and so as a psychiatrist has to come and and like assess him right and be like okay if you are competent you're going to the chair if it turns out you aren't and you actually have this disorder then you're going to the mental hospital for the criminally insane basically um but the presence in him is like, like no totally competent i want to go to the chair and it's just like a back and forth. It feels like it was like one of those films that were done that was done during COVID. So it's a mm. little claustrophobic, right? And it's two people, maybe a couple more extras in the prison, but the main focus is like you're in this room with these two people, and this this presence and this man is trying to convince the uh psychiatrist, like, no, yeah, I'm the devil. It's really creepy. Um, and then the reading. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I have not seen this one yet. I love so that. Where oh, do I man. find this? Uh, it's on BET Plus. Yeah, BET Plus. Yeah. Or I don't got that. Yeah, um, I, did, I definitely use my free trial. When <laughs> that thing turned, I was just like, oh, mm, so good. Exactly. I can't even I can't even talk about it because yeah. I feel like it'll ruin it. But we just gonna say that Monique did the damn thing. She gave me like my favorite meme of the year. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. She gave me my favorite meme of the year. That yes. that movie was was crazy. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Everyone, my my family was like, "Did you see the read?" Like, just everybody called me same day. Like, did you watch it yet? I was like, "No, no. What what's out? The reading. Go watch it right now." Yeah. I'm like, okay. So I did. No regrets. So good. Very yeah. entertaining. My my in-laws, they do not mess with horror at all, but it was on BET Plus. So that got them. And it had Monique in it. So they were just like, what's the reading? I was like, it was fire. Go watch it. Mm-hmm. So- <laughs> it's like it's like horror and suspense. It's really yeah. good. Yeah, it was a good movie. So that's my all list right. for the best movies. Okay. All right. So TV shows is really my list is really short on TV shows. I didn't watch Same. a lot of horror TV shows. I don't think there was much out this year. Oh, besides like was... american horror story was probably out again like who's watching that shit no I, i'm not <laughs> i thought it was a, a great year for horror tv shows really? but yeah like we okay. had we had the last of us the fall of the house of usher uh goosebumps from uh-huh. season two was on um i don't know if you guys watched the walking dead but one of the superior spinoffs was daryl dixon's own it was really good yeah mm-hmm. like, you got to dive more into his his life and find out things about him. But basically, it was like, it was The Last of Us, but in The Walking Dead. Because it was the same right. concept. He had to take a kid somewhere. <laughs> so, <There we> uh, <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, that, there were a lot of a lot of horror shows, but um, yeah, those were my favorite. Um, some some let me down, like uh, Dead City, The Walking Dead, Dead City let me down. Uh, Red hmm. Rose, Red Rose let me down. Like it was this show. Forgot the full concept of it, but it's basically like you have an app, and the app will give you whatever you want. Like you tell it what you want, and it gives you what you want. And then, like people who are using the app, they commit suicide, and yeah. I'm just like, "Oh, this is crazy!" Like I'm really pulled into it. I'm learning all this stuff, and you're following these friends trying to figure out why their friend committed suicide and what the app has to do with it. And then it just it it took a left turn and it went downhill. So I wasn't happy after that. I had to write that one down real quick. <laughs> Rose TV show. Well, you let me know how you like <laughs> at the end. Because <laughs> me and my wife got to the end here. We're like, man. So. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't remember if The Devil in Ohio came out this year or not. I feel like no, it that was last year. That was last year. That one was boo boo, too. Um, I don't even mention it. Yeah. But The Fall of the House of Usher, that, yeah. that, was, that was it for me. That and mm-hmm. The Last yeah. of Us is above that because mm-hmm. I'm a zombie boy. <clears throat> Follow yeah. the house out. She was fire. That was us. Yeah, we did a review recap of the whole series. It was amazing. Yeah. Mike Flanagan is top tier for us. Yeah, so. he mm-hmm. he really doesn't miss mostly. Like I I think I love like everything he's done. I know I loved mm-hmm. Hush, and Gerald's Game was fire. Mm-hmm. And yes, yeah, so I I love and I love his show. So Doctor Sleep. It was good. Oh too. yeah, I forgot about that. Doctor Sleep was really good. I, I like didn't get that. to Doctor Sleep yet. I will. I promise. Oh, it's you'll good you'll enjoy it. Yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> it's definitely a good time. You could do a double feature. Go and watch on um, The Shining and then Doctor Sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the girl who plays Lenore in House of Usher. Yeah, Doctor Sleep. Yeah. So oh, I think okay. That's- yeah. And that's why I like him also because he uses a lot of the same actors and mm-hmm. and give, puts a lot of people on, which is good. Yeah. If he so eats, I think they all eat. That's how it is. Yes. <laughs> Keep them on. I think so. Yeah, definitely follow out House of Usher for all of us. We know this to mm-hmm. be a universal truth. I can't remember. I think Interview with the Vampire came out super early this year. It yeah, was that was last, last year. year. Why last does year. everything feel like maybe 2022 and 2023 Did. just like melded? I'm not yeah. sure about the witch one. I don't know if the witch one. Maker witches behave. Yeah. I I did not like it. Sorry. I I didn't watch it. I just don't know if it came out this year or last year. Mm-hmm. But I know. I think um, that came out earlier this year. Earlier this yeah. year. Okay. Okay. So I know this show didn't come out this year, but the second season came out this year, and it was from from yeah from season yeah. two fire from the show is fire. The whole uh, show. I'm not all the way finished with season two because yeah. I wanted to wait until it all came out and then I just yeah. got busy. But the the show, it's my shit. Yeah. I love the show. I love that we have a black main lead. Like everything about watch. it. Yeah. From got me it. rethinking my whole writing career. I was like, <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna make a monster and I'm not gonna explain crap. And that's mm-hmm. the book. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah so yeah it's so claustrophobic yeah yeah I just know like if if it was me in that situation I'd be like y'all can just take me out of the game right the fuck I don't think I can handle like being scared like that and then season (laughs) two season two brought it to another level because like Mm -hmm. when the bus showed up so many questions I was like what and then you have somebody that knows somebody. I was just like, this this is too much. You guys were all picked for a reason. I don't know what kind of experiment this is. <laughs> so like, I'm I'm dying to know what happens in season three. The concept of being stuck in the town reminds me of this show that was on Netflix where like a bunch of teenagers were leaving on the bus to go on a field trip. Mm-hmm. And they were gone for a while. And when they came, they like circled kind of back to their town. When they got back, everybody who lived in the town was gone. Um, and like there was nothing beyond their town. Mm-hmm. Like it was just woods and forests, nothing outside of their town. And I cannot remember for the life of me the name of it, but the main girl in it, she played um the main girl in the movie Freaky when that girl like switched. 
bodies with the serial killer. Oh, oh. Yeah, so like I didn't know she was in the show <clears throat> lately. I didn't know. Yeah, that. it was um it came out a couple I feel like it came out a couple years ago. Okay. I cannot remember the name of it, but they they didn't finish it. It's just like one season and it was getting good too. And then they yeah. just like did no more, but it's still on Netflix. I can't trust she's Netflix in, sometimes because they be doing yeah. that. She's in an upcoming movie, and I think we'll do um most anticipated of twenty twenty four. But she's in an upcoming movie, Lisa Frankenstein. Oh, which that sounds. If y'all haven't it, yeah, we'll talk <laughs> about it. We'll do check out the trailer, but it's like Diablo Cody wrote it. She's in it. I think it's like set in the eighties, and then Cole Sprouse is in it too. Sprouse. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think our days were like different. <laughs> I was like, okay. You're like, okay. <laughs> it's it, it's like uh yeah, it's like she she yeah, so Lisa Frankenstein, like she's falls in love with this guy who's like a dead guy and she brings him back to life and then they start murking folks to get body parts for him. Did she so fall in love bodies, before like or after the death? Like what? She like she's like the gossip during time in this cemetery oh. and sees his like statue because I guess he's from like the 1800s and she sees oh. his statue and is like in love with thinks that he's handsome and so she just be sitting at his grave like oh you're the only one that I can talk to uh, yeah and she then, ain't got no friends because there's no yeah. way she has friends and this is going on <laughs> no because if my friend was just like you need to meet my boyfriend in the graveyard mm-hmm. like oh okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm calling nah, somebody for her. <laughs> I think it's supposed. It looks good. So yeah, it sounds good. Sounds good. And I do like Cole Sprouse. I don't. I don't want my okay to be. I do like him. He's. I love the Sprouse Spoilies or whatever. They're awesome. So I know they just got their. What was it? Their reservation this year for. Uh, did you guys ever watch um uh the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So there's an episode where they need to make a reservation. And then she's like, we're all booked up. He's like, well, then just give us your soonest reservation. And it was this year, like a month or two ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that people remember that stuff. Yeah. yeah. There were a lot of good people on that show, like Ashley Tisdale and um, yeah. Brenda Song. Ah, uh, Brenda Song. She's awesome. Which is, yeah, she is. She's so she's grew into such a beautiful person, too, which is really mm-hmm. cool. And they have yeah. the cutest baby together with Macaulay. Her and Macaulay, yeah. oh my gosh, yes. Never... Did y'all see their photo shoot together? Yes, yeah. absolutely adorable. Like, I never saw that coming, like, at all. <laughs> but they, like, fit. I was like, dang, yeah. yeah, that don't make sense. But then I saw them, I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, and then I saw the photo shoot and was like, yes. Yeah. Yes, couple goals, for sure. <laughs> I-, I like Justin Long, so generally, if he's in some horror, I have a feeling it's going to be good, because he's a yeah. screen king, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one I'm not sure y'all watched is a horror of Dolores Roach. Did y'all have? I didn't get to watch it. It looks really good, and I was supposed to watch it for a podcast, but I didn't. I didn't watch it yet. So it's good. It's like a take on Sweeney Todd, essentially. Oh, Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like a take on Sweeney Todd, but essentially Dolores, she um comes out of she was put in jail for you know drug charge and and comes out 10 years later back to her borough i think i want to say in brooklyn and things are different maybe like 10 15 years right so like things are completely different it's all gentrified and all this and she doesn't know where to go but there's this empanada shop run by this guy who had been like a young teenager when she went away but and so it was run by his father so it's like a family business and so now he's a grown man. He's running the empanada shop. It's uh, not doing well. There's not a lot of people going there. But he's like, you can stay here and stay with me until, you know, you get yourself on your feet. She decides to open up a massage parlor because that was a skill she learned in prison. And then things start to, to happen, right? then she's trying to figure out how to make it work and people start to die and they have a twisted, weird love affair. And one of the main uh, actresses uh, is a beautiful, like trans woman, black woman, and like super key to the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So in Sweeney Todd, you know, there's the Joanna character and then there's the, the kid. So it's Mm -hmm. like, she and then this other guy are kind of like the young couple that's you know that's mr miss lovett sweeney and then joanna and the kid mm-hmm. okay. so this is like 
yeah, that. It's really great. Dolores is like the Sweeney Todd of the situation. Mm-hmm. So good. The acting is great. And uh, yeah, it's very... You, well, she had to do what she had to do. <laughs> kind oh, of yeah. I was like that. <laughs> you really I blew my mind. Because I, I did not put the Sweeney Todd together. Uh, I've been watching like trailers of it. And I did not put that together. So that just really blew my mind. That's Yeah. That's, yeah. I would say watch it. It's definitely an entry in the good for her Mm -hmm. horror genre. So I really enjoyed it. Well, that's our best, I think, for 2023 as far as movies, Mm -hmm. TVs, and books go. Um, So yeah, let's wrap this up. Real quick, big announcement. The Horror Host Support Group will be collaborating with Fifth House Collective to bring you the We Love Indie Horror Book Box. We're currently accepting book submissions for this box. Um, You must be a BIPOC author who publishes their work independently to be eligible. The first box drops in March of 2024. And more info and the submission form can be found in our bio on Instagram. Uh, and so once again, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Horror Host Support Group podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter under Horror Host Support Group, host spelled H-E-A-U-X. And if you want to join our book club, just click the link in the description on our Insta and you're there. And Sylvester, let the people know where they can find you. Oh, you can find me pretty much anywhere. My handle is at Sylvester Barzi and my website is SylvesterBarzi.com. So there we go. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. And uh, you can find Amanda and learn all about her work on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube under the name Amanda the Author, the spelt with two E's, and on Twitter at Amanda the Author with just one E. You can also find me on most of the same platforms under the name Samara Reads 2. And don't forget to check out my indie book box at fifthhousecollective.com. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.